Welcome back to the Last Prepper Standing Podcast, episode number nine. We're talking bug out bags, but more specifically, items that you forgot to put in your bug out bag. We'll go over some of them. I'm calling it my top 10. We'll probably talk a little bit more um, about the items than just the top 10, but that's what we're naming the show. Top 10 items that you forgot to put in your bug out bag. And for me, this all stems from the four pillars of prepping and my mission 2024. I believe that we have up until 2024 to really get all our ducks in a row. And then it's going to be exponentially harder, not impossible, to continue to do the things that we need to do to prep and prepare. But one of them is prepping basics in your bug out bag is part of the prepping basics. That's something that you got to take care of. The other four pillars of prepping are your group building, your fitness, and your survival skills. But we're going to be focusing on the prepping basics of bug out bags today. Um, it also kind of goes back to the Prepper's Creed. If you listen to the first episode, um, I read off what the Prepper's Creed was, but I think it's important to highlight a couple points of the Prepper's Creed when it comes to this. But it's, I am a prepper and a survival. I accept the responsibility for my own life and the lives of my family. I will continue to improve my self-reliance by developing and maintaining not only my tools and equipment, but also my skills and my knowledge. So maintaining your tools and your equipment, that could go into maintaining your bug out bag and making sure that there's not some items that you may have overlooked or some items that you need. But before we get into that, we're going to dive into some of the news items that are on my radar. So some of the news items that are on my radar right now, of course, is what's going on in Ukraine. Over the weekend, uh, several videos reached online. Many of them can be seen at Bandot Video. But you have re- Ukrainian soldiers reportedly shown torturing Russian POWs. Um, I'm pretty much out on any country that's, that's committing war crimes, and that includes our own country. I think those soldiers... The leaders in charge, I think everybody um, kind of in the whole power structure deserves to be in some sort of trouble when it comes to these war crimes happening. And it's very uh, disconcerting to see that type of stuff going on and the mainstream media not covering it. And that's what's on my radar is the lack of coverage from the mainstream media the continued deception of what we're being told and what we're seeing come from um, Ukraine. Now, Ukraine's kind of a weird situation, and I think that's why um, all of us as preppers are so tuned into what's going on there. Because we could go to bed one night and wake up the next morning, and we have jumped over a whole new threshold of what's going on. We could go go to bed one night, wake up, and hey, a nuke went off somewhere. Hey, you know what? Putin bombed a major uh, metropolitan area with a lot of civilians there and he's invaded into Poland now or something like that. Like the, it could happen very quickly. Things could change. So that that's definitely on my radar right now. And we continue to prep and prepare for that accordingly. So what I'm trying to do is to make sure that I'm well aware of the ins and outs of everything that's going on there because it's directly affecting how I prep. Not only do we have to worry about the food shortages, but we may have to change our security protocols the second we find out 
the the war escalates in Ukraine and they're doing more things to bring us in as Americans. All right, that's what I got on my prepping radar right now. So without further ado, let's dig into the list. We're going to start at number 10 and then I'll have a couple honorable mentions from there. But number 10 is going to be a spare set of glasses. Every prepper that I've ever met that wears glasses does not have an extra pair in their bug out bag. Now, I'm sure the importance of it may vary. Some people just need it for reading. Some people really, really do need them to operate. So depending on the spectrum you're in for what you need your glasses for, I'd really encourage you to add a spare set of glasses to your bug out bag. Number nine is anti-itch cream. Uh, in a bug out situation, you're pretty likely to encounter some bugs and to encounter some poisonous plants, depending on where you're at, of course. But also, if you're taking your bug out bag and you're getting out of Dodge, you're going off into the woods, that's going to be something you want is some anti-itch cream. Because the last thing you want to do is to be scratching at yourself, picking at yourself, open up a wound, and maybe increase the chances of you getting an infection. Number eight is going to be some work gloves. I know many preppers um, don't necessarily work with their hands on a daily basis, so they don't have them hardened hands. I myself, I fall somewhere like kind of in between. I got, you know, I don't have the hardest hands in the world. I got, I don't have the softest hands in the world, but I definitely would prefer to have some work gloves to do any of the work that I'd be doing in a long-term bug out situation from building shelter to gathering wood. Just having the work gloves is an extra layer of protection that I wouldn't mind having on me and is something that people may have forgot in their work or in their bug out bag. Number seven, um, this kind of falls along the same, same category, especially if it's in a never coming home type situation, but it's some extra clothes, extra underwear. For me, I'm mostly down to just extra underwear. During the winter, I will stock up a little bit differently in terms of the extra clothing that I'm wearing with me. Um, number six, a food guide. For me, a food guide is going to be a little book that I have that tells me the local edibles in my area in East Texas. It also, I keep with me a little kind of butcher cheat sheet for in case I hunt any game or any big animals. I don't do a lot of butchering, so to have that little cheat sheet to refer to, I can maybe maximize the amount of meat that I'm going to be able to have for myself. So number six, a food guide. Number five, backup documents. You very well may encounter some checkpoints or some people who are going to be asking you for documents. And depending on the bug out situation, if you don't have any backup ID, backup um, proof of, of where you're from, it may present a bigger problem than you're ready for. So having some backup documents in your bug out bag is going to help you. Um, number four is a can opener. I have uh, come across some people in doing my consulting work who had actually canned goods in their bug out bag but forgot the can opener. And there's a way you could obviously open those canned goods without a can opener, but you're going to give yourself a quite a headache if you don't. I look at it too from a standpoint if you're out marauding or maybe you uh, come across a little survival cache or you get to your cache and you're like, damn, I forgot to put the can opener in there. Even though I did put these canned goods, you just happen to have it with you. Um, number three, in the process of a bug out, you may encounter a mechanical injury. And one thing that I found that I keep in my bug out bag, once I saw it point out to me, was a SAM splint. So I encourage you to go Google that, look that up. They're relatively inexpensive. It's just kind of a rubber foam that'll help you make a splint. So that may be something that most people haven't given consideration to is, you know, if you're trancing through the woods or even if you're doing kind of a 
a backstreet urban bug out, you may end up having a mechanical injury and having a splint on hand to help aid you so you can continue your um, your bug out situation. Having a SAM splint on handy is going to be well worth it. And it doesn't take up that much space. It's relatively lightweight. Um, number two is a dry bag. The dry bag to me, I've, in my consulting work, I've, I've gone over kind of bug out plans and seen people who had multiple water crossings or plan to get to a body of water as part of their bug out and they didn't have a dry bag. A dry bag could save you in so many situations protecting all your gear and making sure that what needs to stay dry stays dry. Now your bug out bag should be some somewhat water resistant. I know mine is and I've actually put that into practice and made sure that I hiked in the rain with it and did an assessment of how the gear inside the bag was, how much water got through, how much didn't. So a dry bag will come in handy. Again, they're lightweight. They don't take up a lot of space. And depending on the bug out you're doing, it may be super necessary to help you preserve your gear. And number one, and this is the number one on my list for all the time, and I don't think I ever hear anyone talk about this, is a bag repair kit for the bag itself. The bag itself is carrying all your contents, everything you need to survive, everything you need to bug out. What happens if that bag becomes compromised? Whether it be repairing the ability to repair a strap, a clip, a buckle, whatever is unique to your bag, do you have a way to repair it? Because the catastrophic failure of your bag could lead to you having to dump some of your gear, sacrifice some of your gear, some of your gear becoming sacrificed, some of your gear becoming lost. So having a bag repair kit is the number one thing I believe that people forget to add into their bug out bag. Now I got some honorable mentions. Um, my honorable mentions are toilet paper, some extra socks, but maybe which probably falls along the line of um, extra, extra clothing and a survival blanket. Even if your bug out bag is just designed for kind of a short term bug out, Keep that survival blanket in there. I've had it come in handy for me even when I thought I was just going to do a little... I switched from doing an overnight or just a short hike to doing an overnight and having that little survival blanket made the difference because the night got a little bit cooler than I thought it would. So those are just kind of my honorable mentions. I hope, especially number one, a bag repair kit and possibly number three and number two uh, give you... or eye-openers to you. And if there's anything that you thought of that should be on this list, I'd love to hear from you. Um, you can message me on Instagram, Last Prepper Standing. I've had a lot of great conversations with everybody since starting this podcast. It's fun for me to engage with you guys. I appreciate you listening and look forward to doing another podcast for you.